Click Part 8. The Range Rover. First Class Section. 8.19 a.m. September 2nd. Macy tuned in to the crunching sound coming from the back seat. She tried to block it out of her head, but it kept getting louder. The faint smell of salt and greasy potatoes filled the air, and Macy realized that Claire was eating chips, with no regard for the early hour of the high-fat content. Macy pulled out her cell phone like she was drawing a sword. Macy, she's got to go. Leisha, so do her bangs. Dylan, hate the whole haircut. Macy, out the shoes. Dylan, Alicia, and Kristen turned towards the back seat all at the same time, lifted themselves up so they could get a good look at Claire's feet. Macy was dying to see Claire's reaction, but she didn't have the heart to look. Better dead than Ked. Not at A-G-L-U. Dylan, question mark, question mark. Macy, girls like us. New term. Dylan, love it. Macy slipped her phone back in its Prada nylon case, signaling the other girls that it was time to switch back to speaking. Click part nine. The Range Rover Octavian Country Day School for 8.27 a.m. September 2nd. Claire's eyes widened when she saw the school. She was expected to go for the next 10 months. The parking lot was filled with Mercedes, Jaguars, Lexus, SUVs, BMW, convertibles, and even a few limos. Her old school just had yellow school buses and a few beat-up Toyotas and Hondas that belonged to the teachers. Her mouth started to taste like pennies, which usually meant she was about to puke. She tried to calm down by quietly singing the words to These are the few of my favorite things from The Sound of Music. It worked for the Von Trapp family and always had worked for her. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. The massive brick building looked much more of a welcoming on the cover of a brochure. Tangles of green vines swirled up the walls all the way to the roof, and the tall pine trees surrounded them at the base. Claire figured the excessive greenery was nature's way of keeping out the riffraff. The instant the car's engine shut off, the girls were on the move. They walked beside each other in a straight line toward the great lawn that spilled out in front of the school's entrance. Tight clusters of friends wearing slight variations of the same outfit were getting reacquainted after the summer break. Mostly everyone wore dark jeans or minis with a tank. The color of and cut tops seemed left up to the individual, but everything else looked per, per, predetermined by the pages of Teen Vogue, Elle Girl, and Lucky. No one had Jansport knack saps, except they carried handbags with designers' initials stamped all over them. Claire thought it was funny how OCD was an anti-uniform private school, yet all the students dressed exactly the same. Thanks to her mother's idea of fashionable, she was the only one who stood out. Bright copper kettles and warm wool mittens. She took it all in while she was patiently waiting for someone to open the back door and let her out of the Range Rover. The clock on the dashboard said 8.30 a.m., which meant she only had 10 minutes to find her first class. Isaac cranked up the volume on the stereo, sending loud classical music to every corner of the car, and before Claire knew it, they were moving. Isaac, she shouted from the back. He kept driving. Isaac, Claire tried again. She lifted her leg over the seat and curled into the first class. She tapped Isaac on the shoulder. Isaac, Claire said, unfortunately, I have to get out. He jumped and slammed on the brakes. What are you doing here? That seemed to be the question of the day, Claire said. Isaac reversed the car back into the school's circular driveway. Thanks for the ride, Claire said. Isaac closed the door after she stepped out, but Isaac didn't answer. He was too busy searching the lawn for Macy. He spotted her hugging an eighth grade girl with a scooter helmet in one hand and a yoga mat in the other. Macy, Isaac shouted. He obviously didn't mind attracting attention because he was screaming her name three more times. Everyone looked his way except Macy. He abandoned the Range Rover in the middle of the driveway despite the angry drivers who honked and demanded he move it. I have to talk to you, he said. Macy was still speaking to the 8th grade girl. Dylan, Alicia, and Kristen waited patiently for her to finish so they could move on. Macy, Isaac said. What? She said. 
She looked at her friends and rolled her eyes. You left Claire in the car, he sounded annoyed. Macy and the girls let out a snicker. I thought you were going to let her out, Macy said. She smiled when she spoke. More giggles. Claire felt everyone's eyes on her. She wanted desperately to tell them that she had been fine with being left in the car, that it was an honest misunderstanding, and that she'd in no way put Isaac up to this, but she didn't. She sang to herself instead. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. I expect you to treat Claire with kindness and respect. Isaac looked straight into Macy's amber eyes. Uh, I better go, the eighth grade girl said. Good luck with your babysitting job. Claire watched her run towards her friends like she couldn't wait to tell them what happened. Macy crossed her arms and stared back at Isaac. Thanks a lot, Macy said. She'll probably get at least 50 gossip points for this story. She watched the eighth grade girl laughing with her friends in the distance and and pointing her out. Then she turned her attention back to the driver. Isaac, did I ask you to take my temperature? What? Isaac asked. No. Then why are you all up in my butt? Macy asked. Oh, no, you didn't. Alicia said. Dylan, Kristen, and Alicia whooped and hollered in celebration of Macy's never-ending cleverness. They exchanged high fives in her honor. Even Claire couldn't help but be a little bit impressed. Everything Macy said was so smart and funny and cool. Claire looked up at Isaac. She had no idea how she was going to react. She sort of expected him to pull Macy aside and yell or threaten to tell Macy's parents, but he didn't. He just stood tall and stared down at her. Macy stared straight back. It seemed like they were communicating telepathically, using their own private language. Everyone watched in silence. Fine. Macy took off towards school and Claire followed Isaac, watching from a distance. This is OCD. Macy explained in a monotone voice. She sounded like a tour guide who had given the same spiel at least 50 times earlier that day. When you get inside, you'll see rows of kiosks that look like ATM machines. Macy continued, put your student ID card in and your schedule will pop out. The cafe is to the left along with the gym, the dance studio, the pool, and the spa. On your right are 7th grade classrooms and the teacher's lounge. Meet us here at exactly 325 if you want to ride home. If you're not here, we'll assume you decided to walk. Click part 10. Octavian Country Day School, the Starbucks kiosk, 11.25 a.m., September 2nd. Second period had just ended, and the girls met at the newly renovated on-campus cafe for chai lattes before their next class. The cafe was beautifully done up, complete with cherry wood paneling and brass accents. Kristen carefully grabbed the hot tea from the guy at the Starbucks booth and walked towards Macy, Dylan, and Alicia. They were leaning against a wall mural of people drinking hot beverages throughout history, their hands filled with notebooks, pocketbooks, and venti-sized cups. A gaggle of student, studious girls dressed in different colored juicy sweatsuits sped up and looked at the floor as they walked past Macy. Look, it's the mathletes, Macy said. Cheer up, girls. School has finally started again. They knew better than to respond. Alicia leaned towards her friends and whispered, I think Jenna Dresner is wearing her dog shirt by mistake. Look, she pointed. It barely covers her ribcage. Hi, you guys, Gina said. How was your summer? You all look amazing as usual. Hey, Macy, I heard you're talking to the that new girl under your wing what macy said yeah everyone's saying you have a new bff gina said i was hoping i could meet her it's been a while since we've had a real fashion don't around here i'm almost forgotten what one looks like but if anyone can whip her into shape you can check your source gina obviously if i had a new bff she'd be here right now macy rolled her eyes and took it to the tip of her latte when the girl left macy leaned in close to her friends and whispered i heard she peed in her bed at a sleepover camp this morning I heard the same thing, Alicia said. Too bad, I said it first, so I get two gossip points, Macy said. But Macy had gotten a lot more than a few points from her encounter with Gina. She'd gotten tipped off to the fact that people were talking about her and Claire. My social life is a state of an emergency, Macy said under her breath. You're not really going to be friends with Claire, Alicia said. Are you? Yeah, Macy said. I'm dumping you and bringing her on full time. Are you serious, Alicia said. 
Her smile faded. A look of sheer horror took its place. Is it because I don't want to cancel our shopping trip to take care of you yesterday? Because I was only kidding. I know, so was I, Macy said. She watched Elisa cross her arms in front of her chest like she had just caught a chill, but Macy knew she was hiding her big boobs. She always did this when she got nervous. Burberry cap, Macy said. She pointed at the seventh grader wearing a hat that made a significant plaid. No punchbacks. Macy hit Kirsten on the arm so hard she as she could. Ow, Kristen yelped. Her books fell to the floor, and the scalding chai latte covered her chest and left arm. The first person to spot someone wearing anything made by Burberry got to punch whoever they wanted as hard as they wanted. That was the rule. They had been playing this for the last two years and had all suffered a painful blow one time or another. Macy heard the familiar squeak of rubber against the floor. Her entire body tensed up. The high-pitched sound meant Claire and her kids were getting closer. Kristen, are you okay? Claire asked. She's fine. We do this all the time. See? Macy pointed to Kristen, who forced a smile. Always come prepared, Kristen said. She lifted a backup shirt out of her bag as if she were pulling a tissue out of a box. She patterned her notebook dry with the hem and stained t-shirt she was wearing. Macy could not believe Claire was still standing with them. Claire, did I invite you to my barbecue? Macy asked, her neck tilting to the right and her arms tightly crossed. Huh? No? I mean, I don't know, Claire said. Then why are you all up in my grill? Macy said through her teeth. Everyone laughed except Claire. Her lower lip twitched. The piercing sound of the bell jump started the flow. Walkers who were shuffling to third period, and suddenly everyone was on the move. Gotta go, Dylan said as she bolted to English. I think I have time to run to the bathroom and wash the chai off my chest before second bell. Kristen asked. Yeah, go. I'll save you a seat, Alicia answered. Hurry, Kristen shouted. She doesn't know how to hurry, Macy joked. Why should I get all sweaty over an art class, Alicia said. I have art, too. Is your teacher Vince? Claire was cut off. You better go, Alicia, Macy said while looking right at Claire. Alicia sauntered off. Macy and Claire were left alone to face each other. The hall was suddenly silent and empty. Macy realized that this was the first time she had ever looked at Claire's face head on. She was pretty in a plain sort of way. And Macy couldn't help thinking that with a new wardrobe, a little mascara, and longer bangs, she might be able to make a few friends of her own. I don't understand why you hate me so much, Claire's voice was shaking. Claire, this isn't clueless, okay? And they stepped. Why don't you just make your own friends and worship me from afar like everyone else? Claire's aqua blue eyes widened with disbelief and she let out a nervous giggle. I practically live with you, Macy, Claire said. I can't just go away, no matter how hard you try and make me. You obviously haven't seen me try, Macy said. Claire pushed the stack of bracelets away from her wrist and back up her arm. She looked like she was rolling up her sleeves before a fistfight. I was just wondering, Claire said. Are you a female dog? What? Macy asked. Because you're acting like a real bleep. Claire shot her a scowl and hurried away before Macy had time to answer. Poor Claire, Macy thought. In her world, that was probably clever. But in Macy's world, it was a big mistake. Macy, Claire just called us bleeps, Dylan, question mark. How rude, she just met us. Macy, I vote her off the island. Alicia, done. Dylan, done. Kristen, and done. Macy clicked her phone shut and smiled. She knew her friends would do most of the dirty work, which was exactly what she wanted. The way she'd be innocent when her mother and her conscience came up with her for what they were about to do.